morning, my friends. It's uh, the 16th of March, 2020. Beautiful morning, man. Not a cloud in the sky. Absolutely stunning. Cleaned up quick. Had a decent night of sleep. Heading down to the office. Very, very crazy uh, days with much anticipation given the viral villains afoot, right? We got cars coming and going, but along the highway, others are my cyclists. Guys like clockwork, man, this time every morning, heading down to the yard, wherever, just like I am. Like an old man in his 60s, maybe he's got a full white beard. A friend told me this morning to shave your beard because of the coronavirus. It's not good during the coronavirus, and if you have to fit a mask eventually, you don't want to have anything to break your seal, etc. etc. So, fortunately for wood carving, I've got a freaking awesome mask, super duper mask. It helps. It's got a charcoal filter. It's fucking all this shit. Prevent any particulates from getting in. So even though viruses are very, very tiny, poquito. In fact, uh, this comfortable mask that I have there with a replaceable filter should more than do the job. If it comes to that, must make people feel good, like it makes me feel good that there's this guy, that old fucking man with the beard, cycling, fucking very muscular legs, all tricked out, just like it's usual, business as usual, maybe it is, listen, maybe it is business as usual, we're going to find out in about half hour, when my first patient of the day comes in the door, because over the weekend, Things have been ramped up. We've got restaurants, I believe, are closing today. The state store fucking closed. Malls have closed. Bar meal, sipping my coffee. Got to get ready for the day. So everything is fucking closing. I went in the Mennonite Market over the weekend up here. Look at this guy. This guy's fucking badass, too. He's riding his bike. Good for you, buddy. The Mennonite Market up here on the left. And there was nobody really in there. There's a few people coming and going, but you could tell that there was uh, in a place, whole place, which it never really does. It's like an open-air market, you know, like... Uh, Mostly dry goods and stuff, and any of the perishable items are within walk-in refrigerators and stuff like that, or big refrigerators like you open a door like in a standard uh, supermarket. All meats are frozen, so it's pretty clean in there, but this place smelled like a fucking Clorox white man, said that the... the... uh, state health department county, etc., had reached out and said, hey, make sure you're wiping, doing this, that, and the other thing, make sure 
So we're trying to scour all these services, the run on toilet paper, the fucking uh, cleaning products, etc. There's a whole lot of people, you know. The, I think that the that are they're scared out of their fucking minds. There's a lot of folks, uh, particularly. I mean, I th- I feel like teachers, teachers and students are out of school. Obviously, they are you know women and children first. Not the stereotype teachers as women, but women and children first. The teachers and the students feel like they're going to be okay because school's got to open back up. We got too much invested in it. This will pass within, whatever, a couple months, hopefully. And the clear will be given for everybody to go to school. But when we go to school, what kind of restrictions are going to be? You know, the place is going to be fucking filled with chemical cleaning agents to thwart this tiny-ass bug, this virus, which there are trillions, hundreds of trillions, just on our own bodies. I mean, hopefully there's not on the coronavirus, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to... It's like try, a boxer trying to fight a flea. How do you fight such a, a critter? It's too small, too fast, too dodgy. And the weight of your punch means nothing to them. When they finally hit you, it's like a... You ever see how, like, a bug... Bug, an ant could fall off the roof of your house, two-story house, and hit the ground, and just get up and walk away like nothing happened. Because relative the fall, relative the mass of the creature, really means that they're almost indestructible to stuff like that. What the hell are we gonna do? Anyway, just my little analogy. I'm trying to be hopeful, of course, but it's crazy, crazy fucking times. So I'm going into work What for what, I mean, we'll see what happens. I am a, I've been delivering all day yesterday, stressed out, out, out of my mind about whether to keep my practice open. Keep my practice open, how am I going to do that, you know? I'm a businessman, and I take care of people who depend, they depend upon me, and they need my help, but I work inside their personal space. So, there's a risk to them and to me if this critter is afoot. I am concerned about that. I've read all the precautions. We're obviously going to clean the place big time, um... And repeatedly throughout the day, I caution people away who might be elderly or sick. Like hospitals are saying, if you were in the hospital, hospitals are saying that unless you can't breathe, don't come in. And so I'm wondering if it's appropriate that my patients would keep their appointments. I honestly am. I've got friends who've, who are remaining open. I've My official statement is that I'm open until I hear otherwise. Obviously, there's commerce going on. There's people out and about going here and there and everywhere. Certainly not a Monday morning. 
in terms of the congestion on the roads or the feel out here. It's a very interesting time. I don't think, as I've said previously, I don't think anyone alive currently has experienced something quite like this. Maybe natural disasters, I'm sure, I'm I'm saying in, in America. As I have previously stated, you know, you've got historical events. You get, we've had everything from tidal waves to snowstorms to, you know, potato famines and all kinds of shit. Disease, pestilence over the years. It's all scary. But this is a unique experience right here. Because I've never seen the American economy come to a screeching halt. You're gonna tell the government's gonna tell restaurants to close. You know? The state store, the liquor stores to close. That's nuts, man. That's that's very peculiar. And I got friends from all over. I got friends who are in healthcare. You had nurses and doctors on the on the front lines. And they're going in. So I'm going in. Am I concerned um, that, uh, you know, I'm concerned just like everybody else is. I have the same fucking concerns. I'm not one of those that foolishly thumbs their nose at, uh, you know, what's happening in our society. Or says, you know, almost like dares the situation. You know, try to, it's like, not like we're playing a poker game, right? Where we can take a guess, just sort of, you know, hopefully that we've got good fortune and based upon some cards that are laying out on the table, we make an assumption. But all the cards aren't shown, my friends. So you don't really know what's out there. And the best thing we can do is to try to get a little bit better at math and understand things more so that we can really make some educated decisions. This is not about a feel that we should have or, uh, you know, what I'm going to do. It's you, you really now, for once, uh, amidst all of the, um, the freedoms that we have that are ours to exercise, our rights to exercise in the United States and all of our, um, you, know, our, you know, American dreams of you know, going from nothing and becoming something great. All of these things. They should come secondary in times like this to our cooperation. Try to do what's right for everybody else. What's right for the... What's in the best interest of our common good? That's important. And so today is going to be that sort of day. I'm going to try to act in the common good as much as possible. I'm going to try to be kind to everyone. Enjoy this beautiful sunshine. Put on a kick-ass soundtrack in my office. I'm going to be good and kind and clean to everybody I meet. I'm going to try to make a difference for those patients that are able to make it in to see me care for them as sincerely as possible. 
try to be a calm in the storm. And just do my best to keep my chin up here. These are times that really fucking test us. You know, it's so crazy uh, how the things that really discourage us in this world. I've always written and talked about people how they don't, you know, on bad day, on um, Mondays and rainy days, rainy days and Mondays always get me down, and that's true, people are, just by the weather, people are fucking scared out of their minds, all of a sudden you get a sunshiny day, everybody feels optimistic, I mean, are we sick on a day like today, people don't feel sick, People don't feel sick. It's a beautiful day. It feels like fucking spring is here. The summer vacation's around the corner. The kids are getting ready to get out of school. It's got that kind of feel, so I hope that we can parlay that into something special. I sincerely do. But it's amazing the bullshit, the small things that, that we are concerned about in this world during the day. It's just, it's, it's perspectives, right? We don't really know, like, there's starving people in China, Aaron, right? There's kids that can't, can't afford a school lunch. Let's all be thankful for, for the people out there who don't have as much. <laughs> That's, that was such a fucking bunch of lip service. All that talk probably started secondary, the, uh, Great Depression and all that shit, but at this point, you know, this is unprecedented, who fucking knows what's gonna go on, as, as I drive through these neighborhoods, I see people at the gas pump, uh, filling up, uh, I see a few cars on the road, not many, I see this beautiful day, I know that behind these facades, the ho- these homes and these automobiles, there are people just coming, waking up to start their day of sitting around the house and watching TV and looking at their phones at coronavirus updates. And some people are saying, oh, well, I'm an I'm infectious, infectious disease doctor and my brother-in-law is right in the thing. And, and, there's, and you know, you want to believe that. You want to take heed those warnings. And other times, there's people that get on there and they're like, yeah, you know, it's not just... You, you're going to be okay, just, just don't worry about it, stop panic, and the panic is worse than anything, and, and that's true, and we got to figure out how to sort things out a little bit, we have a lot of resources, I'm going to leave this on a positive note, because I'm about the office, we have a lot of resources in this country, you know, we bitch about a lot in this country, about the things that we want, or we can't get, or our rights unfulfilled, or, you know, the Supreme Court, or whatever, politics and such. But we have so fucking much, man. We have a great economy. We have a great education system. We've got health care. We've got things that other countries might not have as good. And we've got some deficits in our own shit, too. Some holes in our game, for sure. But with our creativity and our, just our ingenuity and you know, the way that Americans have come together in every fucking World War II movie, Sands of Goddamn Iwo Jima, you know, you name it. 
where the aliens come down and they're going to get us and what we need to do is come together and uh, nobody knows what to do and then finally it's some heroes that come out of nowhere and they you know they happen to be miners and they're going to send these miners into space talking about Armageddon and they're going to find this asteroid that's careening towards us and drill a hole in it and put some nuclear bombs in there and we are going to fucking everybody's going to live happily ever after you know that is a it's worth turning your attention to watching these shows because therein lies the ingenuity of the American, the imagination at least. We have quite the imagination in times like this, which, you know, it's bad, but it's not quite an asteroid careening on a collision course with the Earth. Look at these beautiful cherry blossoms blooming. Um... Not quite that bad. We need to... It's not quite that imminent, but it's scary nonetheless. And it's an invisible enemy. It's not some physical behemoth, an object that is is coming our way. And we can't stop. It's a virus. It's something very small and growing. And it uses humans as a host. And <clears throat> we need to do whatever we possibly can to ensure that... Uh, We prevent its spread. So maybe we can take some dramatic actions today and then the days that follow and have a truly American victory here. You know, like based upon the stuff that we see, the actions that other countries have taken, maybe we can do something that is so powerful and so unified that taking action and being thankful that we did generating medicines, helping people, duplicating ventilators, getting all the test kits ready so that people can prepare for this and respond in time. Maybe we can do all that stuff, because this is fucking America, man. I'm not a fan of American exceptionalism, of us being better than everyone else, and always getting it right, and always coming home with the victory. I'm not a fan of that. I think we've learned that that's not the case. You know, that we're not, we're not always the best. And that's okay that you're not always the best. Because if you're always the best, then you, you never see a need to improve. You never try to improve yourself. You stop trying, you get complacent. You, you stop trying to build a better mousetrap. And that's a bad thing. So, what we need to do now is take care of one another, unify, and be kind, and enjoy this beautiful weather. And look at this woman taking a nice... A walk this morning with her cozy coat. She looks great. She's got these big freaking sunglasses on. And I wish her the absolute best. Nice arm swing. Listen, everybody kick ass and take names. I'm heading into the office. Listen to my voicemail. See what happens there. Huh!